Welcome to the Destinate NZ podcast. I'm Michelle Caldwell, and today we're talking time management. So yes, I'm on my own again in the studio after having my good friend Chambers on the show last week. But we are still planning on doing that again, and we have some great interviews lined up for future episodes. So since last week, I've been on a bit of a tiki tour around the country. I visited Wanaka, Araki Mark Cook, Tekapo, Twizel, Hazelburn, Darfield, Christchurch, Te Arua, and Ruapehu. And of course, I'm now back here in Taupo. It has been one hectic week. But one thing that's really stood out this week, and that's the passion and determination shown by our tourism industry colleagues. Despite everything that's been thrown at them this year, they're still all looking forward at how they can develop their businesses target new markets and create new experiences for their guests and as a consultant I am incredibly proud to be working with these people. But a common theme that has cropped up in nearly every consult or meeting that I've had is Michelle how can I figure things out so I'm not so busy? Now when we break that down it's almost always down to time management. It's fair to say that most of us are doing the work of multiple people right now. Most businesses have scaled back their operations to be able to afford to keep going. And as a result, the staff now that are left are multitasking like never before. They're cooking, cleaning, making coffees, doing the accounts, managing social media, welcoming guests, doing maintenance and so much more. And it's tiring. I feel for you if you're doing this, but I do have a few tips which may help get you through. We've had this massive flip in the past six months where you probably have seen yourself spend so much more time at home with your families away from work and you've enjoyed this and you want it to continue. But then the business has started to come back. You've downsized your staff numbers and you're struggling to balance that home and work life. The reality is There's a careful balance to managing time wisely enough to get everything done as needed without putting too much pressure on yourself. Being a hard worker doesn't necessarily mean you're the best manager of time, but it also doesn't mean you should work less hard. It's about following some effective time management strategies to incorporate tactics into your daily, weekly or monthly routine to optimize the available hours in the day. So one of the first steps is to start by mapping out your day and really get an understanding of how your day is being used up at present. Break it down into half hourly chunks if you like and you may find that you have some wasted time in there. I know for me social media can be a killer. It's a great procrastination tool and not necessarily a productive use of my time. Email is another one. I used to turn off my emails or shut down the email app on my computer when I was at work and I had a deadline as it was always really easy to get distracted by a new email that pops up on the screen even though it might not even be urgent. So use the tools available to you. I know when my iPhone started sending me notifications of my screen time I was actually pretty horrified about how much time I spend on my phone and it's not all on work phone calls I can tell you that. The next thing is to understand that you're not perfect. 
So what does this mean? Well, it's okay to make mistakes. So don't feel defeated at the end of the day if you haven't ticked off everything on your to-do list. It's also important to remember that whilst you may have these very high standards for yourself, your team may not. And that doesn't mean they don't want to do as well or complete things in a certain way. It's just their style. So work with that and communicate well so you all understand each other's expectations and capabilities. I've learned this through my career when I've imposed my high standards on my team only to be disappointed. But then when I stepped back and really looked at what was going on, I realized that my expectations of them were unrealistic. And that added pressure that I put on them only led to them making mistakes or taking longer than normal to get things done. So another tip, work out when you're productive. Are you a morning person, a night owl, or do you fall somewhere in between? Adjust your day if you can to make the most of your productive hours with the stuff that really needs to get done. Now Mark Twain once said, if it's your job to eat a frog, it's best to do it first thing in the morning. And if it's your job to eat two, eat the biggest one first. So sorry if you're listening to this in the morning, it's not a very nice visual, but the point he was making was to tackle your most important tasks first, as most people tend to have more energy first thing in the morning. Plus, it sets you up for the rest of the day in such a positive way. You've already accomplished so much and it will energize you to keep going. It's a pretty basic one, but an essential. Write a list. And then prioritize the list. It's really easy to tackle the easy or fun tasks first. And this is okay if that's what wakes you up and gets you going in the morning. But make sure you move back to those higher priority tasks as soon as possible so you're on track to meet your deadlines. Remove your distractions. There are so many options there ready to steal your attention away from the work or the stuff that really needs to happen. Know what these are so you can start to remove them. It might be that project that you have going on in the workshop or that person sitting on the desk beside you who likes to have a chat or go for a coffee every hour. Review your meeting schedule. Now, I know it's not always possible to be in control of the meetings you have to attend, but use your influence to ensure that those meetings are productive and useful. Have an agenda and a desired outcome set out before you start the meeting so you can walk out at the end with either an action list or a decision. Now, this is a big one and one that I'm really guilty of. Learn to say no more often. Now, Being too willing to do anything can lead to some serious issues. And this is where you also have to come back to your list on how you spend your day. Do you absolutely need to do everything that you have listed there? How many hours can you claw back for either yourself or more productive work? And if you're in that position where you're starting to think about hiring staff again, you can start to look at the additional tasks you've taken on to find where it would be easiest to employ and train someone to take on some of that work for you. Now, a great example is if you're operating a highly technical business and you currently hold all of that expertise. To find someone and train them will take hours that you currently don't have. And then there's the risk that they leave after a certain period of time. Well, what else do you do in your day that you could outsource? And when the new staff member has proven themselves in that area, you might then be able to consider training them on the more technical side of your business. Another tip is to always plan ahead. 
One of the first things you can do is wake up and turn up at work without a plan for the day. So instead of focusing on what needs to be done, you'll wander around aimlessly and take on the more trivial or urgent in front of your face tasks. So before you leave work, write out a list of what you need to accomplish the following day or make this the very first thing you do each morning. And finally, when you have related work, batch them together. For example, don't answer all your emails and phone calls throughout the day. Schedule a specific time to handle these. Why? Well, because different tasks demand different types of thinking. So if you can put them together, your brain doesn't have to switch gears. So that will automatically save you time. So on that note, I'm off to make my list for tomorrow. So thanks so much for listening in once again. Please don't forget to leave me a review if you've enjoyed the show. And please feel free to share with your friends. Last week, we managed to get to number 12 in the New Zealand marketing podcast charts. And that's all down to you, my awesome listeners. And of course, I'd love to stay there. So if you've got any questions, please feel free to drop me a note via the socials at DestinateNZ or via my website at DestinateNZ.com. Until next week, kakete. (laughs) 